folks, Sunday Night Wars, they, they live on once again. Um, two weeks into this format, uh, the, the, <laughs> the format has changed immediately because, mm-hmm. you know, I have priorities. Um, this not being one of them, to be clear. Uh, but I'm here nonetheless. I did appear on Fed Dead. I don't know if you guys know that, but I appeared, yeah. so I actually get a royalty for that. But, yeah, big Jake Paul guy, you had to leave. Yeah, a bit famously so. Um, a lot of money riding on it, you know the deal. Um, nonetheless, we're back. Fleet week. We're This is the penultimate week before the pay-per-view. Much to discuss. The Young Lions, well, two of the three Young Lions are in attendance. The other is on uh, is on location reporting for the mm-hmm. program. We'll get to that later. But nonetheless, expert panel as always, Young Dukes. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Joe? I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for someone to ask me that. I don't get asked that a lot around here. I appreciate it very much. Trying to do my part. Yeah. Tope Suicida, how are you? Doing great. Wonderful Sunday. Couldn't be better vibes. Did you win any bets regarding the Jake Paul fight that we, we all just no. collectively watched or not? It uh, it wasn't on my book. I would have lost money, though. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Why would I assume you'd win? That's a good point. There you go. All right, folks. Now, you know the deal around here. We do, uh, we do Dynamite. We do Rampage. We do The Vibrator, which is obviously everyone's favorite part of the show. But... I do think this being Fleet Week, it makes sense to kind of just talk a little Fleet 50. This past Thursday on the flagship, those of you who don't know, latenightgrin.com, we went for it, the official Fleet 50. Um, all three of the young lions sent ballots, right? Mm-hmm. And there were some controversies among those ballots, which you don't have to get into now unless you want to. But there was a lot of controversy in the end as the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, run it back, got himself a repeat victory in the Fleet 50. Um very controversial result. Tope, floor is yours if you have any kind of um, any grievances to air regarding the Fleet 50 of 2022. It's pretty cool to see that Danielson's a Patreon. Well, that's true. That's a serious allegation, kid. Serious allegation. You watch this shit. Well, you never know, brother. You, know? you never know what's going on. It. I mean, he probably watches, like, you know, Fed Dead, just to keep up the date. <laughs> To keep up with what's going on in New York, you know. But, yeah, Fleet Week, you're probably close enough to. He doesn't need to watch. That's fair. Um, Dukes, do you share similar cynicism regarding the result of this uh, this Fleet 50? No, I mean, I think Mox should have won. I had Mox number one, but it's the American Dragon, man. I'm not going not gonna to argue. It was quite the deal, folks. Um, again, you can watch the whole rundown on, on latenightgrin.com. <laughs> but, um, you know, Moxley had 24 votes for number one across our 40 ballots. And Brian had, I think, only six. But Moxley was left off of three ballots and Brian was left off just one. And that was the deciding factor. That changed That's everything. So, um, quite spectacular. Go check it out, latenightgrin.com. Tope, I'm sorry to do this here on twitch.tv slash latenightgrin, but Sky Blue is your number five in the Fleet 50. <laughs> um, right. There have been... I don't want to say campaign, that'd be too strong, but there's been a movement definitely to get you taken off this platform due to that. I have, for the most part, ignored it. Um, do you have any response to the kind of wave of criticism you received for that particular ballot? I will never apologize for hooping. you got to respect that, right? you got to respect your no choice. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Now, as folks, I kind of referenced earlier, uh, Chris is, is off at Universal Studios, booking ring of honor television. Um, he's agenting matches, doing backstage interviews, the works, you know, the usual kind of thing that we do when we go to shows. So um, we'll, I'm sure we'll have something to report back on. I do want at the end of the show kind of just touch on Ring of Honor TV without doing too many spoilers because, man, I got pretty fired up last night. Exciting times, Ring of Honor TV on the way. So I will touch on that later with you guys. But first, let's dive into Dynamite, a much more positive show this week. Mm-hmm. A, I don't mean this is a criticism of me because I actually think in a lot of ways it's a compliment, but it was a distinctly like un AEW episode of Dynamite. I thought in terms of the way it was the priorities of the show, and I think that was necessary because as good as the TV's been, I think this pay per view needed some juice. The build needed some help, and I think this show definitely did that. Um, but it still wasn't without uh, a thriller in ring. Orange Cassidy and Wheeler U for the All Atlantic title. They tore it up in the opening spot. I mean, they, that's one of the best matches you has had in AEW, and honestly. I kind of think one of Orange's best matches in the promotion For too. Sure, I think it's up there. Yeah, I mean, not as good as maybe the first pack match, but I think it's one of those, one of the candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, terrific, terrific match. Dukes, what did you make of, of the All-Atlantic title tilt? Yeah, I'd probably say it was like Orange's third best match, right? Mm-hmm. Osprey, the first pack match, and then this. Yeah, I'd agree with that, I think. Off the top of my head, I agree, yeah. 
I really, I fucking love Yuta as like full heel, just a fucking dickhead. He's so good when he, like he, he threw him over the table and he kicked the fucking table on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's got a real, he's natural as kind of a dick, right? He, he's he, very spiteful. He is very, much like Bob. Um, yeah. lots, lots of similarities there. Good comp. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tope, what did you make of, of Yuta and Orange? Very fun opener. Um, I, I enjoyed it. We're, we'll get to my one complaint when we get to the vibrator. Um, but there was one glaring omission from this match. Okay, great. <laughs> right, something to look forward to, folks. Um, Blackpool Combat Club. We've been talking every single week about them kind of leaning heel, right? I mean, Claudio was full like soccer coach here. Mm-hmm. You know, he was... He was he was lecturing. He was being he was being kind of mean. Um, he's very assertive. Very assertive. Dukes, what did you say? I said he smacked him. He did. He smacked him. There's never an excuse for that as a soccer coach. And 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 it appears that the Blackpool Combat Club that that kind of leaning I think is going to be more deliberate than that coming moving forward here. Uh, my question is very simple: Does the result on next Sunday lead to a full turn? Or is the result, um, you know, I guess the result of a full turn, is the turn the finish to that match? Or does Moxley lose that match, which then turns them into a much more kind of a vicious outfit overall? Dukes, what's your read on on that? The Combat Club's heel turn. How do you think it's going to be executed? Or are they going to just kind of keep leaning? Go ahead. I think they're going to keep leaning. I don't think they'll fully turn. I don't think they're going to, like, beat down Hangman after the match or anything. Because mm-hmm. I think that's probably – unless they do and then the Elite comes out, which is very possible. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Fuck that rule. I think my current guess is Hangman wins, which then the next week's TV leads to them putting the boots to him and then the Elite Man saves. My the, guess. The Young Bucks make the save like Hangman did for them. That's well, stuff. yeah, if you want, yeah. Um, that that's It's so funny that that segment was just erased from history because Bobby Fish left. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Tope? What's your read on this combat club turn? Is it going to be more subtle than we're kind of projecting here, or do you think they're going to be full dicks moving forward? Um, I think kind of in in the middle, I guess. Like, it's not going to be subtle because, I mean, not a lot of things in pro wrestling are very subtle. Um, but, um, cut, like, I think it's not going to happen after the match, but it's going to be like a crisis of confidence. And then basically the way to make the cool badass dudes cooler is – to have them kick more people's ass. So they're just going to lean into that. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I also also think, um, I think they're going to feud with the elite. And I think no matter what, people are going to pick sides on that. And it's not going to be clear cut either way. Yeah. So I think it's going to be leaning both ways. The elite are kind of, the elite are baby faces, but they're definitely not. It depends on who they're wrestling. Yeah, they definitely have. I think it's the same for the combat club. So yeah. Yeah. And I agree actually. Um, It'll be interesting. I think, you know, again, without doing spoilers for Ring of Honor, I think some of the stuff we got there suggests that the leaning may get more mm-hmm. kind of, um, you know, more apparent moving forward. It'll be interesting to see what that means for the whole group. What that means for Danielson is always the big question. He's on the outside looking in already. What does that mean? You know, do we get further away? It would be weird to me if we end up in a spot where Brian is the sole baby face and leaves the group because he's always been the, like, predominant mm-hmm. asshole of the group. <laughs> so yeah. that would be a weird um, outcome, I think, of this whole deal. But it will be interesting. On the other side, Orange Cassidy is now, I think, around four months in his reign, maybe a little bit more. He's made like 10 defenses. He's made some yeah. of the most defenses in any AEW title reign ever. He's doing great work. The belt doesn't really have any identity other than it's just the second TNT title, which I mean, whatever. Um, my question is, how much longer does this reign go? And in an ideal world, Tope Suicida, who ends it? Uh, it never ends. He goes on forever. Um, I'm yeah. noted on oh. this take. That's fair. I respect that stance. Dukes, you on board with that, or you got a different take? Uh, I actually have a different take. I wouldn't mind yeah. it going forever because I like Cassidy. But I think the idea. I don't know if this will happen. I don't think it'll happen. But the, I think the ideal person is Miro. Mm-hmm. And if not Miro, I was gonna say Brody King, but he's probably gonna be a trios champ. What about Roosh? That'll be good. Roosh like working that. dates elsewhere would be fun too, right? Nigel McGuinness. Well, he took a booking today. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see uh, Manny actually DM'd Progress Wrestling? Sorry? He did what? He, he, said, hello, he said, hello, Mr. Progress. This is the Hooper. 
That's real. I'm not. How can I contact Nigel? <laughs> yeah. How can I get in contact with Nigel McGill? I mean, was, that's tremendous. Yeah. God, he actually pretty good a promotional interview, which is even funnier. Listen, <laughs> Manny the Hooper, folks. Finding Nigel, one episode. Yeah. <laughs> he just shows up that the one. venue, shakes yeah. hands with him, and that's it. <laughs> he looks at the camera, we got him. <laughs> it's over, Honor folks. Is real, folks. Yeah, it's over. Um, okay, before we move forward here, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Kirby, this was actually last, um, this was like Friday, I think, but I must have missed it. He resubscribed, which we appreciate. And then he said, and I quote, Fed Dead Redemption, the old greater than Arrow, Fleet Week. Boys, what do you make of that? Ban him. <laughs> you guys have the power uh, to do that in truth. So, I mean, like, a, like a 30 minute timeout. Okay, that's fair. Well, it's three days ago, so I think at this point he's probably, you know, we just assume we did that. Um, Jason, resubscribe Prime also. Jason's been with us for nine whole months. Ridiculous. What an indictment of both you and I, Jason. But tremendous. Thank you very much, pal. We appreciate it. Let's move forward here to some other uh, dynamite business. Let's actually go from the opener to the uh, the main event. Moxley and Evil Uno. There was a lot of hand-waving of the Uno, myself included, to be clear. Um, a lot of who the fuck is this for? Why the fuck is this happening? Um, and those of us that asked those questions were actually owned, I think, in quite violent fashion. Evil Uno uh, really brought it. I thought he was terrific throughout the thing. It was perfectly produced in terms of the length they had. I think they had about six or seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Blood everywhere. Moxley looked like a killer while actually elevating Uno dramatically and giving him something that was really you know, substantial against the top guy. This was pretty much perfect, I think. Um and I didn't see that coming. Also, closing angle was great. Dukes, what did you make of the last, I guess, 10 minutes of, of Dynamite this week? Yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. I mean, Uno, you know, got his spy, did his big dive, mm-hmm. which ruled. And then that final shot of him in the in the choke with the blood just shooting out. Literally shooting out. Yeah. yeah, it was gross. And it was awesome. And then they hit the wrong music and Hangman came out. Still got a big pop. I got very scared he had a new theme song, but I think yeah. they just hit the Dark Order music on accident. So, you know, you said you were scared about the theme music. Yeah. How does it make you feel when I tell you that Jack Crosby was also scared? Does that upset you? Because it would upset me if I was in a similar place to Jack Crosby. It, it upsets me in a different way. It's like, wow, Jack Crosby had a good take. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wash King. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah, he's still got his fastball, brother. Just a kid so- from Akron. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of the, uh, the Dynamite close-up? <laughs> Oh, it it was perfect for what it was. Like you said, it it was far so far surpassed expectations. I mean, I I can't say I was looking forward to it. And when they said it was main event in, I was like, oh, but yeah. hey, they showed out. So congrats. I think there have been a few moments in recent months, and it's hilarious because there was so much doom and gloom last week. But they, you know, I think we all agree. Those of us that are still really plugged in, have, we've really enjoyed this last few months of TV. Right, it's been oh, yeah. Tony's best work. And there's been a few reminders of like how much you can get out of guys. It's easy to just dismiss an evil, you know, the way that I did and be like, oh, who cares, right? They've signed all these wrestlers since he, since you know the start of the promotion, so on and so forth. Um, <laughs> hold up. Jack Crosby is the Eric Bischoff of Twitter. Absolute con artist. True. Hello, it's night. It's kind of this. And <laughs> I'm going to comment on it because, you know, Jack's friend and I, I'm just going to leave it on the screen for about 10 minutes. Fair. Kind of let, let you guys make your own decision, but quite the comment there. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, yeah, what was we talking about? Oh, yeah. You know, you can make... My God, Ben just <laughs> fucking followed up. Oh, God. I'm going to put that one on the screen. Sorry, folks. Yeah, you can get a lot out of a guy like Evil Uno, but it's so easy to kind of forget because we don't see him very often, right? It's like, it's all about the role and the presentation. Obviously, look, I don't think... Just to be totally honest, as a singles guy, I don't think Uno needs to be on the show like every week by any means. You know, and I think he's clearly got a ceiling. Mm-hmm. But they told a specific story here. And as Chuck kind of gets at, it took me back a little bit to those old days when their roster wasn't nearly as stacked, but they still were producing really good shows. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can forget how talented this guy is and how capable he is, and a lot of those guys, honestly. So um, good shit, real grab. Some would say I'm going to put this now back on the screen. Sorry, Duke, you're going to have to... Actually, let me That's switch okay. it because Topaz, hasn't... he's got the yeah. cam on. So. Fair. There you go. You stay also, there. Uh, big respect to Evil Uno. I love getting rid of the vest, just letting the titties hang out. Yeah. Big win. Well, that was a big goal of his. I know he spoke a lot about wanting to get to a point in terms of confidence where he could drop the oh, vest. Yeah. And I mean, he's out there rocking it, man. He's a million people watch that damn show. 
high-rated show. You know, did well. So he drew a house. God bless. All he the boys are going to have to shake his hand next week and thank some, you know, thank him for putting food on the table, you know. Join the dark order. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, um, all right. <laughs> Let's go from one um, underrated king, Evil Uno, to another, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, he had another big segment this week. There was many different things in this segment. I've rewatched it because on the air, I just spoke over it the whole time and talked about um, <laughs> Fair. I don't remember what Manny got me talking about. Something that Probably basketball. Enjoyed. I think it was actually, yeah. I think it was Kevin Durant and the Suns or something. I don't know. Mm. But I rewatched it. And obviously, look, I mean, incredible delivery from, from oh, Max. Yeah. I, I just, in a vacuum, I was talking about this with Joe on Discord. Mm-hmm. Not myself, to be clear. There's another guy called Joe. <laughs> I wasn't just sort of talking to myself in a, in a circle, but I might have been. Um, either way, it's like, in a vacuum, this was a really good segment. But when you piece it alongside the other things, I just don't know if it truly fits. Yeah. And you could, the, the fair argument to that would be that's the point. He's just a fucking liar. You know, like mm-hmm. he's, that's who he is. He just changes his story depending on what he needs. And there's some truth to that, certainly. But I think that needs, that picture could be painted better than it is, honestly. Um, I don't know. I was very, I was very torn on this, even though I thought his delivery was, was spectacular. Um, Topo, what did you make of the big MJF segment? The pieces were all there, and, like, I don't think they were, like, if there were puzzle pieces, they weren't necessarily in the correct order, but right. you can see generally what they were trying to all do, mm-hmm. and, like, for the most part, the I, I mainly just remember the, the big moments and move on. Yeah, I, um, one thing I should note is the, the brawl was, was spectacular. I mean, it looked oh, like yeah. he got legitimately knocked out. Um it was very violent. Brian's strike on that last one was something. Dukes, what do you think of this segment? Yeah, the thing with MJF is the segments have no like continuity to them, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like the oh he's a liar, he's gaslighting him or whatever. It feels like all like headcanon. Like they haven't actually done any mm-hmm. of that since probably the punk feud. And it just yeah. feels like we're kind of covering the holes as they go. Do you think the, the announcers could do a better job of telling that story? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think they're, they, they're so – look, they do a good job of making it clear that Max is a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. Tony, Tony – he literally calls him that. Yeah, he calls yeah. him that regularly on the show. I just think they could probably, like, at the, kind of capture those layers, quote-unquote. If they are there, they could capture them better than they do. Um, ultimately, though, did you leave this segment more excited for the match? Yeah, we are. for sure. Yeah. Topay, same for you? Yep. Yeah, I think that was the, you know, one thing I would say is, even though we all agree it was a little bit out of place in mm-hmm. terms of, like, the tone of the feud, I think you could excuse it in this case of them kind of being like, we need to add something to this. It needs a little more juice. And it, it worked. Yeah. I mean, the crowd loved the brawl oh, and yeah. they were into it. And MJ's promo thing. got people talking. So that worked. Yeah, that's the thing. His delivery's so good, it's kind of always going to work with the crowd. Yeah. And, and I feel like sometimes he goes out there and tries to cut a promo like he has something to prove, but he, mm-hmm. he doesn't. Like the crowd already yeah. hates him. Like he doesn't. I feel like sometimes he tries to do too much when he doesn't really need to. Yeah, and I think that's where you kind of again have to remind yourself watching him. He's like still a really young guy. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. It's like he's. You know, there's not many guys who've been at his level at 25 years old or whatever it is. It's, crazy. You know? it's like it's like me, him, <laughs> Alton. You know me. Well. Um. You're a pretty good, like, you know, Marcus Alexander Bagwell type prospect. You need those that's, guys on the roster. That's, that's insulting. He won Rookie of the Year in 92, bro. What do you want from me? That was a big deal. You'll be teaming up with two cold Scorpio next year, Topay. Hang in there, right? That's anyway, um, good shit. I liked it overall, especially when I rewatched it and was not talking to Manny about the vaccine or whatever. Um, <laughs> so let's, uh, let's now move to another hit. Double J, baby. The big man, there he is. He's still rocking it like he tore his hamstring about a minute into this match. Powered through. Tag Team Battle Royale, which I thought was about 55% to 60% longer than it needed to be. But it's a Battle Royale, so fuck it. Who cares? There's a lot of people standing in corners throwing bad punches. That's real graps. Um, the finishing stretch was legitimately incredible. Oh, yeah. I thought Trent had it for sure. Yes, and the spot where Jeff dumped him and he skinned the cat and Jeff was doing the strut and then Jay pushed him back over and they did the strut they together. They did it again. Now, that was a great heel spot. Tremendous. Oh, 
I mean, that's what was so good. I would argue it may have even been wasted on the match they were going to win because the, the finish being Trent Frey and then both over would have been absolutely incredible. Yeah, as but they were doing the strike down. Yes, yeah. that would have been. And the crowd, like, they like Trent, but they came up huge for him just in sheer response to the way the guys were well, working. It was, it was Jeff Jarrett's a real heel. So. He really is, man. He's, like, he's so good, bro. I actually hate using the phrase because it's so, it's so like cliche, right? Oh, he's mm. really because he's an old wrestler. Like, it's so easy, but he really is, though, man. Like, you can see the way the crowd reacts when he's in that kind of spot. It's incredible. I mean, last week, bless his heart, man. I mean, he lost his dad. He worked dynamite one day later, and they were trying to fuck you, Jarrett. Real grabs. That's, that's real fucking grabs. You can't argue with that. That's incredible. Um, Tope, what did you make of the, the big tag team battle royale? Unfortunately, I may have... Uh ignored a lot of logic and convinced myself that Aussie Open was going to take this. So when they got dumped out pretty early, I was kind of sad. But Owned. like you said, it, enjoyable for what it was, but like most battle royals in this company, it went on for a little too long for me. Yeah, they're not the most tightly produced matches. I mean, it's fair to say, Dukes, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of, there's a lot of loose, a lot of dead air in between there. But yeah. what do you think? I liked it. I mean, the butcher being like red in the corner within like the first two minutes, that's good. Indeed it was. There was a lot of other things on Dynamite, folks, and we have a perfect segment to cover exactly that. That's it indeed, folks. You've been waiting for it. Everyone's favorite segment, which this week is sponsored by The Limitless One. Indeed, that was quite the deal for us to strike there with him uh, coming back to team. You can't see me right now, but I'm doing the little hand gesture that he did. Well, I think it's important that you know, you guys always go on things when they're red hot. And Keith definitely is. Joe, Joe, yeah. Joe, this is our two. You ruined the spot. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Hit the theme song. Hit the song again. Why is it the other? Oh, God damn it. Hang on a second. Right, hang on. Wait. Let's do this. Right. Ready? Right. Well, folks, it's time for your favorite segment of the week. Yes, indeed. It's the Fleet Week Vibrator of the Week, sponsored by Keith Lee. Oh, oh, <laughs> there we go. I had to. Come on. Here we go. I'm going to have to remove this comment, unfortunately. I'm sorry. It's great, but I have to. All right. Here we go. We oh, st- my God, man. <laughs> There's so much here, man. I'm like, just the fact that the first one took me that long to really appreciate is incredible. All right. Here we go. OC, where is the cool shirt, bro? Yep. Was he, what did he not have a shirt on? He didn't have the the cool championship shirt that I like. Oh, but it was so. Would it have been impeccable vibes if he did? Yes. So now this is important. I noticed this is a lot more streamlined than usual. That first marker is the whole match. It looks like here, right? And usually you kind of break that up into different portions. That's I I like that as a step. It feels like more mature on your part, guys. Good job. Yeah. Um, we stay there in between good and impeccable vibes. Then we we drop some between pops and good vibes for evil Uno dies tonight with a little Michael Myers love. Here. That was my idea. By that was way. very good. That's very, very good. I, I can't believe it took me as long as it did to notice that. But um, look at this. Joe sabotaging for his problematic fed dead body. Are they problematic? Did they say something bad? Oh, no. Well, they Bob get in trouble? Show, so. Chat, tell me if they got themselves in trouble. That would be very unfortunate. I feel like it's inherently problematic. Yeah, fair. Agreed. Um, okay, we then come back up here. Good vibes for absolute fresh fit, which I believe is in reference to Ricky Starks. Yes. Um Let's talk through that segment. There was a lot there. It was pretty long, but I do actually think it was pretty neat how they did it. And Ricky came off looking pretty damn cool. I thought yeah. his grin to the camera was a good baby. The little wink, yeah. <laughs> did this uh, increase your excitement at all for for the pay-per-view match? Abs- absolutely. Because this feud was not doing it for me, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, but I really like this. Yeah. Ricky just kind of fucking gaslit him. Mm-hmm. Made Jericho look stupid. Are you – how do I put this? Are you as concerned about the finish as I am? Yes. <laughs> I'm very concerned. Yeah, the, the everyone banned from ringside makes me think that everyone indeed will not be banned from ringside and there will be shenanigans. Yeah. Well, I think there was, that tra- one, there was that trademark the other week, right? Oh, no. We know the one with Paul White, Jerry Show. No. Oh, no. Oh my God! Let's oh go. fuck! Let's As, go. It, listen, listen. 
they can't oh they can't even get the song though they can't get the break the walls down it's the big show mashup yeah but imagine a mashup with judas and fucking paul oh, White's theme. now wait a minute this action journey this journey in my mind action and and ricky starks versus paul white and chris jericho is one of the most insane matches imaginable like action and doing his offense on paul and just sort of wishing for the best hoping for the best that could be mm-hmm. quite the deal I'm, I'm gonna. I gotta be honest. I just don't. That gimmick feels like, as you said, it feels like a, an alert. You know, like this is yeah. trouble ahead. To me, when um, I die. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's a shame. All right, we drop off here. It just merely pops for big ass, big bill ass. Explain the uh, titling. That's very interesting. Topa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. If we're being honest, look at the look at the scissor face. I don't think that's self-explanatory. I actually think it's very much necessary you do explain it. Big ass, big bill ass. Meech is turning it off. He's so offended. That's quite outrageous. That's rather crass, dare I say. Dukes, would you agree? Yes. Factual. Oh, my God. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, Chris oh and this. Tony Jimmel? Yeah. Right, forget big ass. Tony Jimmel's working the Ring of Honor tapings or whatever it is. The... <laughs> Edge, is Edge is coming in, baby. <laughs> Him doing Adam the exact same way. Um... All right, never mind, Topa. It's fine. I, prefer, I appreciate the graphic. Instant classic makes instant impact. We go all the way up here to um, a joint show high in, there, in between impeccable and good vibes. Um, that was a hell of a segment, actually. I forgot to kind of oh, mention that as a single. Yeah. They te- they kind of set up this idea that Christian was going to cut another promo. Mm-hmm. Jack immediately cut him off, which is what he should do because he should be so fed up with this shit. And he just he hesitated too long. And he got punched in the dick for it. I mean, there's... We've all been there, haven't we, Topo? You know? <laughs> yep, many times. We've all been there, folks. It was a great segment. Um, assuming that's on the pay-per-view, that would have to be mm-hmm. one of my most anticipated matches on Revolution, honestly. Are you guys in the same boat on that front? I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially since the, the first one was, was an angle and not a match. We still haven't gotten this match. <laughs> it's been like yeah, a year and a half. It's incredible, man. It's th- They started teaming up after Double on, I think, 2021. Mm-hmm. Almost two years ago. Um, okay, we reach our very first impeccable vibes of the show. Hashtag investigate Aubrey. For those of you that are listening to this, there is a graphic on the screen of Aubrey uh, seemingly in prison. Um, I'm going to assume, Tope, this is you lashing out in response to her officiating of one sky blue. So, I don't know if you guys were watching the match, but there were some shenanigans that are illegal. That happened, and nobody <laughs> seems to care. Illegal. Illegal. Two separate words there. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> she was robbed. This is this is BS, mm-hmm. and I, I won't stand for it. I've been informed that there's no more BS. Yeah, that was pretty much announced two years ago now. Um, I guess the question for me would be, like, have you considered if she wanted it bad enough? She did. I have another question. How to pin? Yeah. What's your question, Dukes? Good question. If she lost and she was <laughs> robbed, why is it impeccable vibes? <laughs> That's a Whoa. fucking great question, man. Great question. Topo? Is it because the graphic I mean, do you know how, Do you know how high <laughs> it would have been with proper officiating? No. That's that's a worthwhile. We'll be off the screen. We're breaking assume, scales. Right? Yeah. Wow, we've never in done some that ways, before. You know, in some yeah. ways, I'm glad we saved this one for a second now that I'm looking at the imagery on the screen. I'm just taking it in as a whole. You know, folks, I do recommend if you're looking at this here, maybe you go on TV or something, like, don't look at each individual piece of this vibrator, you know? Look at it as a, a, a total piece of work. I mean, there's a lot going on here. you got to respect it. Um, I respect it enough to even let this slide. I respect Tope Suicida's yeah. work on this. Good One job. One thing I will never say about Tope Suicida is that uh, he doesn't show up, you know, on the vibrator, especially with his Photoshop work, man. Bang, bang. Uh, and you ruined it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, here we go, folks. We drop off to mid for the first portion of Max's promo. It says MJF waffles about on ramp. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Um, we then climb quite dramatically. We soar above good vibes for the actual good MJF part. When would the line be there, folks? I think when he started looking down the camera. We talked about the promo. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Bree Woo, Bree Woo. This is fucking bullshit, by the way. The only reason, the only reason he put it in mid 
is so that the dot is in the middle of the circle. Oh, that might be well, real graps. That might be real graps, Dukes. I'm sorry. It I... is, but also Jeff Jarrett fucking is on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I get he the won. sense Tope may not be as excited about that as we are. I love Jarrett. Well, I distinctly well, remember a rule of some kind regarding his uh, placement among the shits range here on this vibrator once upon well, a time. Well, that yeah. was only one week because very soon we realized that Jeff Jarrett is uh, the last of a dying breed. But I remember Tope specifically having a very very stern promise about that being a thing to kind of anticipate moving forward. So, you know, you get what you guys but it's Not everyone can Jarrett, know the ball. Jarrett wasn't the reason. I'll just leave it at that. That's fair. Fucking Satnam thing. All right. The Eddie Kingston show is announced. We we go up here almost to pops for this one. Um, unfortunately, I can announce that it is not titled the Eddie Kingston show. That would be fucking incredible. But he is on it nonetheless. Um, where are we actually at on the AEW X Wing? Is that something you guys are going to watch? Like, do you have any interest at all, like, legitimately? Or I will keep up through the Twitter machine. Yeah. I probably will not watch it live. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like something that I'm going to be aware of via like the inevitable Eddie Kingston clips, good and bad, that are going to you know arrive. Um, I'm not definitely not convinced that I'm going to be watching it any kind of extended rate. Uh, Tope, yeah. where are you at on that? Uh, probably going to watch the first episode and see how it is because you know there's a chance that it's a pop, but you know a higher chance yeah. that it's not. Is there an even better chance that it's pop, but you know bad? That feels very likely. It seems the most likely. Yeah, it does. All right, nonetheless, we saw all the way up here to just shy of impeccable vibes. Evil died tonight and titties out, folks. Yeah. Titties out. Mm-hmm. Not a fault that has um, often been tied to evil dying tonight, but here it is on Fleet Week. You get everything around here. Um, incredible image, again, on the <laughs> extraordinary work on that graphic there. Um, <laughs> we've covered that. We're all kind of, we're all kind of in on on uh, the work of Evil Uno on Dynamite. Good shit, boys. There you go, folks. The Vibrator of the Week here on Fleet Week delivers again more graphics than ever. One of Tope's finest efforts. And that's fitting considering they were sponsored by the man, the myth, the legend, Keith Lee. Very good. Very, very good. All right. This is Rampage, baby. Let's talk about it. The Aussie Open were in town. They were in that Battle Royal. As Tope mentioned, that was his pick. Uh-oh. We can't hear you. We lost what? Joe. He's back. You're back. Your audio got really quiet for a second. My God, that's alarming. I, was not, yeah. I wasn't on mute or anything. Okay. Um, okay, you hear me fine now? Fine, yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Aussie Open. They're in the Battle Royal. Tope, they were your pick. That was, you know, doom for them, of course. But they did get a big signature match on Rampage, paired with the Young Bucks. They got some time. Turn got to try 20 minutes on this deal. This was obviously a big match. We wanted to see. I think it was their first tag meeting ever. Maybe their first meeting altogether, actually. I'm not sure. I, I don't know when they would have crossed paths. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Tope, what did you make of, of Aussie Open's encounter with the Bucks? Aussie Open on my boys. I mean, that's, that's my personal favorite uh, tag team in the world. So you put them up against one of these, one of these top teams, they're going to deliver, like always. I demand that they're on every AEW show for the next five years. That's a direct demand to Tony himself. We know you're watching. Yes. My God. That was like a campaign. It's like propaganda he's doing on here now, Dukes. What do you make of that? I, I would never do it. that. I mean, favorite team in the world is a little disrespectful. Well, we've got, you know, the uh, the sleeping giants of the division out there, you know? <laughs> Number six on the free Triple pitch. J. Well, I mean, well... <laughs> I don't know. Diggs, what do you think of the match? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Tope, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I had to know. Come on. I had to do it, man. The boys Why did you not? I don't know. Fucker. Mark Davis. Face, Mark Davis is my uh, my take. Yeah. You're the Mark Davis of your and Tope's team, you know that? That's, come on. Come oh, on. oh, fucking oh, because he every loves Mark respect, Davis. Get Davis. Every single respect, I'm Mark. <laughs> Hold That's on, what do you mean true. by that? What does that mean? Size, larger age, than me. ability. <laughs> Killing it. Size, <laughs> age, ability. That sounded like the Cody promo. You know, the size, that was a little speed. much, man. Yeah, that was a little aggressive. You know, We're only doing podcast bits here, bro. I'm still mad at Aubrey. 
Hold up, but they're your favorite team in the Grow world. Up. Shouldn't you be fine with being just one half of your favorite team? Also, they lost. You should be mad. Well, yeah. Huh. I agree with that. Um, it feels like the only reason they wouldn't be signed to AEW is because of the kind of, you know, it feels like New Japan want to use them, right? Mm-hmm. I know New Japan are really fucking weird with that stuff, and but I think they want to use them. Um, you know, I think we're always going to see them in the land of honor moving forward at times. So they're always going to be kind of in the picture, but I don't know if they're ever going to be full-time AEW for the reasons I just said, but I think we can all agree we'd like them to be, right? Like Tope's bit oh, yeah. aside, I mean... They're not stacked with heel teams, and they'd be the best heel team by a mile. So, match was really good. I didn't think it was as good as they can definitely, they're capable mm-hmm. of having it. I'm not sure it should have been because it was just a one off match on TV, cold match. Um, you know, the crowd doesn't really know Aussie Open, really, right? And that obviously changes things. But also, I will say credit to Meech. You won't hear that on this platform often, folks. Um, credit to Meech. He said it on Discord before I'd seen the match. And after I watched it, I actually was, I think he was credited. I think the, the lights out thing kind of took the edge off the match a little bit. I think it kind of... They did lore. They, yeah, they lost their rhythm after that. Save the lore for after the bell. I always say that. You're famous for that quote, yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, afterwards they had the deal, the, the actual lore that came after, which was the lights went out. They were there. I've got to call... Look, Jericho's commentary does... has never been a thing that I don't like or bothers me. Like, I've always been fine with it. I know everyone else hates it or most people hate it. I've never had a problem with it. However, Chris... Please, when the House of Black are shooting an angle and they're supposed to be scary, you can't say they're wearing those black phone influenced masks. I know that's kind of what it looks like, but you can't try and convince me that the House of Black characters are supposed to be influenced by 2022 cinema. I mean, it's, there's nothing scary about that, you know? They're supposed to be spooky. They're not supposed to be at the fucking movies coming out drawing sketching new masks and shit. I mean, come on. What are they doing over there? Tope Suicida, am I wrong or am I wrong? They should come out with a cocaine bear mask. Well, that would if that if they did that, I would agree with him calling out. But mm-hmm. in this case, I will, you know, it was unfortunate. Nonetheless, um, very, very good match for Rampage. Glad they got time. I actually think, considering what we said about the finish, that they would have been fine at 15, but you know, they got them time, it was good shit. All right. Um, elsewhere, the main event, Sammy Guevara, action Andretti. Um, Dukes, the ongoing Andretti debate. Seems to have come and gone. No one seems to care about discussing it anymore, but we do fleet weeks. We still do. Where are you at at this point? I'm buying the stock. <gasps> I'm back. How much are you buying? A lot? Uh, a sizable amount. Okay. Yeah. He, he's, he's fucking good, man. Yeah. Because he's not just... I really uh, dispute the fact that he's just spots and stuff. His strikes are fucking awesome. Good shit, He's, he's good. Back in, there you go. Tope, I'm assuming he's you're not going to respond to this with, he's actually my favorite wrestler in the world. He should be on a way AEW shows moving forward. But are you also buying stock? It appears I'm going to make some money today because I may be selling my stock to Young Dukes. <gasps> what a I turn mean, of events. All right, let's just figure like this out. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't hate it, but you know, stocks, stocks well, are a pretty decent price right now. So you have to Gotta be careful. With a politician like Tope, folks, you've got to be careful because he, he's very cunning. We're aware of this, Duke's love. He's very cunning. Oh, yeah. Duke said, you didn't like it. And Tope, refusing to answer the question, simply said, I didn't hate it. <laughs> which <laughs> which really leaves a big, you know, there's a big kind of gap there of truth. And I, I'm, I have to inquire, when you say you didn't hate it, Tope Suicida, did you like it? <laughs> didn't hate it, you know. He, he give this two stars, bro. Pull up his spreadsheet, dude. This shit's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> there are no was, ratings on my spreadsheet. Wait, what? There are no rating. I don't rate matches. Yeah, he just rates them. I down. rank it's weird. All right, hold up, hold up, stop. Forget Fleet Week. This is important. All right. Dukes has got a spreadsheet, and as Spread. friends of Dukes, we're supporting this endeavor, right? Well, well. Right, as, as a friend of Dukes, I am. Other people can make their own choice. But as a friend of Dukes, I'm supporting this. Nothing wrong with it. Well, anyway, Dukes has got a spreadsheet. And I was on board with it because I thought he was doing it professionally and giving it his best. You I don't I mean? rate matches. This is, so, this is known the, information. What's the sheet for, though? I have them in order of how much, like, which is my favorite. I have them in order. Okay. But there's fine. no there's no number. There's no grading of any kind. So it's just feel. You just you kind of look at it and go, up Vibes, better. You even, it. if you will. But you don't use the vibrator. No. Is that that's that? A, that's a, yeah. That's a good idea. 
That could be good. That Column be E might have to be for, you know. I'm going to have to block that. Wow. You can't. You I, the, can't. I fucking came up with the name Vibrator. You cannot Who has the it. copyright on that, boys? That Me. Be important I, I, I created the name. All right. There you go. Take that, Topay. Take that to those negotiations with the ringer, huh? Yeah. Useless. All right. Fair enough. Glad we got that settled. Everyone, if you want to do a spreadsheet, you got my support. Go with it. All right. Whether you have numbers, vibes, do your thing. Nothing wrong with it if you ask me. All right. <laughs> Sammy Guevara, we still... Uh, where are we at on Sammy Guevara? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Where are we at at this point? Thumbs up from Dukes. He does look like him though, Tope. Where are you at? <laughs> I like it when he does the the flips. When he's you know not he does this flip. before. Yeah, I, I'm doing that with my finger. I yeah. hope you know. Um, Good. No, when he does the flips, he's cool. And then when he's not doing the flips, it's, uh, you know, it's, I don't hate it. How much, like, I know you're a big star rating guy. How much does it go up when the tongue comes out with the with the finger motion? Because that's like a two kind of piece meal. It's just two two piece meal there. You know what I'm saying? Well, two dishes. I don't know if you know this, but he's crazy. He's loco. True. I've heard that. Do you like when he does something? Jr. says his name fifteen times in a row. Sammy, 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 Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> this isn't relevant to this week, but I'm going to remind you of what I said last week, which is that Jim Ross opened AEW Rampage by saying. I don't have a t-shirt because I'm too fat, which is one of the best things. <laughs> I'm still, I know only like 10 people watched Rampage last week, but I'm still waiting for like Twitter to get hold of this and realize how fucking awesome it was. It's been completely under-discussed. Someone yeah, changed that, man. damn it. Bring him back. God, he's, he's, he sounds like he fucking hates Rampage sometimes. It's so awesome, man. I respect it on every level. What did about I, when the lights went I out? Say, um, hmm? Did I say on the show why my dad wants to watch Rampage now? If it's Jim Ross, then you should say it every week. I... I we tuned into Rampage on delay because I went to his house the next Wednesday to watch Dynamite. So I got there a little early to watch Rampage. I wanted to show yeah. him, uh, I think it was Hangman Yuta and the Jamie Hayter Emmy Soccer episode. That was a good episode. And the show yeah. opens. He goes, it's Friday night, folks. And my dad looks at me and goes, wait, JR's back? He goes, we got to start watching the Rampage. <laughs> now, the Rampage. Tony, Tony, if you're watching this show, you've now learned a lesson. The reason people aren't watching Rampage is they don't know it's happening. They don't know Jim's there. Mm-hmm. Don't run match graphics. Who gives a fuck? We need a video package about JR working the Rampage. That's what we need. Actual. Do that. Watch the demo saw. That's all. Maybe not the demo. Watch the viewership saw. Okay. There's there's your uh, there's your route to reviving the Rampage. All right. Good stuff, boys. I like it. Um. Yeah. When this the second time the lights went out and on Rampage, he was like, "What is this?" He just like yelled. <laughs> I like imagine he like threw his hands up, you know. <laughs> um, all right, Tony Storm and Willow. Um, Tony's, you know, <laughs> presentation has been hindered by many factors, many of which are out of her hands, unfortunately. But her work is always impressive. Tope, what'd you make of her match with Willow? Very fun. I mean, I love both of these these women, yeah. so it was it was a can't miss unless they missed, which they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, I realized what I said. Which is accurate. It can't miss unless they miss. They <laughs> wouldn't be can't exactly. miss. Yeah. yeah. Good, good call. Uh, Dukes, what did you think of it? I really like this match. I love Tony's work as a heel. I think I like her more, actually, in ring as a heel. Mm-hmm. And when you're a heel against Willow in the ring, it's pretty easy. So Fair. Um, okay, next week. Here's what we got on the docket, boys. <laughs> What's happening here? I'm reading the chat. Okay, fair. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what this, this is. <laughs> this was an incredible thing that <laughs> JR would do. No one Gunkle says, was watching a clash where JR called four different spots karate just because Chono did them. The other thing he would do is he would like, he would always call a knife edge chop a judo chop on occasion. Oh, and yeah. like, there was never an understanding of what that is or why he's saying it, but. Respect, nonetheless. Can you All imagine right. how much that would piss off Taz now if he did that? Oh, and then like he'd say something about hooking the leg, and Taz just punch him in the face. Taz, Taz would you know call it by its like scientific mm-hmm. name or whatever, and Taz would be like, "Spell it." And then <laughs> Jr. would be like, "You should watch what you say." Watts has got a gun, you know. Um, <laughs> Riho and Tony Storm next week on Dynamite. The big gal is back. Riho, sure. everyone's favorite professional wrestler, has returned. Tony Storm, we just discussed how good of a heel she is in ring. <clears throat> this feels like a kind of natural matchup. Um, do we assume they're going to be really nasty and get some heat on poor Riho? I feel like they're going to oh, use yeah. her to be Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
very vicious. It's gonna be hard. They're gonna do the spray. They're gonna do the spray paint. I'm gonna lose my shit on the scroll fucking camera, bro. L doing the turn along. Their last one, yes. We're doing one last. Okay. I wanted to get the people to the paper for you, you know. Follow the right thing to do. You know, I'm I'm driving this bus. I ain't gonna stop for the fucking end destination. You know, we're gonna get to revolution. So destination unknown. Hardly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of such, Ruby Soho is headed to AEW Revolution. Um, how scared are you boys of the the looming cloud that hangs above all elite wrestling regarding Soraya winning this world title? Sky Blue should be in this match. She had their pin. Let it go, kid. It's over. Let it go. Why can't they just do a singles match, man? Not allowed. Why? I don't the know, man. It's... <laughs> it's a pay-per-view. <laughs> get the pay for it. They may still get the demo on pay-per-view, guys, to be fair. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I um, I don't actually think Soraya is winning. No, I don't at all. I think this, the reason it's a triple threat is because the idea of the story is Ruby's in between them, and that's yeah. what the triple threat is, right? But on the graphic, Ruby's actually on the right, and Jamie's in the middle. God damn it! <laughs> well, Go she's the world's champion. She has to be in the middle. So Can't have a match. Just fucking throw it out. Enough's enough, you know? What are we even buying this for at this point? Um, hopefully the match is good. I will say this, legitimately. I was kind of stunned to go off the green along on Wednesday and see, like, sweeping takes about how bad the Soraya Sky Blue match was. I it thought it was totally inoffensive, you know? Yeah. Like, and now let me be clear, that doesn't mean she should be wrestling with the world title because it's like a three-minute match on TV. I'm not trying to say it was good. But I honestly thought they did okay. And Sky actually yeah. thought looked good, you know? She but, usually does, man. She's like, at, like bits yeah. aside, she is good and getting better. Have Thanks. you heard that she beat the um, Alexa Bliss clone allegations? <laughs> That's a big deal. Listen, tape machines betrayed me. That's all I need to say. Step <clears> back. Tape, I love you. I love you dearly. Um... But it's always the ones that are closest to you, you know? Always the ones you trust. They turn the knife on your back. Uh, I do think it's a good comparison, though, because, like, you know, Alexa Bliss was predominantly a promo as a wrestler, and obviously Sky Blue talks regularly on the TV show, as we know. So Great promo. Real overlap there. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm with it. Oh, my God. I'm going to put that on the screen, oh. man, just in case people are scared of spoilers. Oh, my. There's some cool shit going down in those Ring of Honor turns. We're going to talk about it kind of broadly in a minute. I'll... Avoiding specifics best we can. But, um, yeah, it's exciting. I'm really, really fired up. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, that's the women's title match cover. Right, next week we've got Rio and Storm, as I said. We've got the ladder match. The Mad King, Eddie Kingston, has been slung <laughs> into a ladder match. Let's go. Much to his chagrin, I'm sure. Um, there's a Who else is in this? We've got Ortiz. We've got Sam Eddie. Gavara. Sammy. <laughs> yep. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs. Takeshita. Commander. Commander, yep. Um, I think that's it. Is it six? I believe so. Unless. Okay, no, so I think that's chat. it. Either way, um, is this a casino or is this just this is all in, right? Face of Revolution's all in. I think it's they're all in at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the one that the um, one from last year. Oh, Andretti's in it. No. Is he? Oh, AR Fox. AR Fox is in it. Really? I believe so. I might be making shit up, but I'm going to check right now. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Tope, are you excited Someone for this? please confirm in the chat. <laughs> Could you... <laughs> fair. Um, Tope, can you... Uh, are you Possibly. excited for this for this match being moved from the pay-per-view to TV? Is that, do you think that's a good move, considering the Iron Man match that waits us at Revolution? Yeah, it's it's probably a good move. I um I do like to believe that Eddie Kingston was being honest on Twitter when he said that he found out he was in this match because of the tweet. Mm. I believe that. Yeah, it feels very likely. <clears throat> they're not, I don't, from what I can understand, they're not the best at filling people in on those kind of things. You know, yeah, you just kind of see a graphic in your mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've even previously done that with meet and greets. Like they've just posted like, here they are. <laughs> just hope the wrestler's on Twitter that day and sees it. Yeah, it's a very interesting promotion. Um, nonetheless, it should be a good time. It's an interesting lineup. Who's the winner though, Topaz? Who you got winning this damn thing? Uh, I'll go Hobbs. Mm-hmm. So Hobbs, this is the problem. Hobbs feels like the right answer, right? They're yeah. in they're in San Francisco, and like it feels like he's been waiting to do something of importance, and this would be it. 
The issue with that is he gets a title shot, the TNT title. And either you do a heel match with Joe or he wrestles Wardlow and, like, I guess loses? Yeah. Is there a way – can he win, grab the mic, and then insert himself into the pay-per-view match? Well, then that would be a direct rematch from Full Gear. Yeah. <laughs> but Hobbs can win. Yeah. Does it have to be TNT? I do like the idea of Claudio winning. Or not Claudio, Takeshita, sorry. Yes, Takeshita, I like too. Um, And you can have Hobbs kind of be taken out and have that move into a feud, an actual thing he does on TV. I like the Takeshita one because, you know, you you got the kind of deal of like him and Wardlow is interesting because it could give Wardlow the chance to have a different kind of match and kind of you know, run wild as, as the big athlete that he is, right? He's very capable of having a really cool match with Takeshita, I think. My one concern would be that the crowd could just cheer Takeshita and that wouldn't do Wardlow any good, but I still would. I think it's worth doing anyway. Um, I'm... I think Wardlow's winning at the pay-per-view and, frankly, I think he kind of has to win with the story they're telling. Like, yeah, him talking about his dad and stuff, I think it'd be kind of nuts if he lost. Oh, just cool. being, you know... Oh, cool. Yeah, just be, just being like as analytic as we can be about Sam Joe matches, or as I can be about Sam. But it has to be said, there are some options in this ladder match that are very exciting matches for Joe. And Takeshita's, you know, right Absolutely. at the top of that list. Yeah, that would be that would be something. Eddie Kingston, while I'm not sure you can convince him to climb the ladder, <laughs> him working a TNT time match with Joe would be pretty spectacular too. I don't know if it's going to happen for other reasons that we don't really get into specifics, but yeah. Um We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm pretty excited. Dukes, you you fired up for the match itself? Yeah, I think there's a lot of um like feuds gonna be happening in the ladder match. Like I think Eddie and Ortiz are definitely gonna fight. Sammy and Andretti. Yeah. You can have it branch out. We can get fucking Takesh and AR Fox on a rampage. I don't know. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> He's got a big week. AR Fox is on. Oh yeah. Ladder match, and then Thursday we can talk about because this has been announced. He's wrestling for the for the Ring of Honor World Style against Claudio Castagnoli. Oh, right? yeah. So that's a pretty sweet deal. Um, he's killing it, man. God, that guy's had a great run. You know, he's tremendous. Awesome. Really, really happy for him. All right, and then it's the big one: Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. There are two big options here. It seems to me, and I I'm not doing a bit when I say this. I genuinely think it's Darby and Sting, like legitimately. Um, the reason I think that is because I think Jeff and Jay Lethal are like more, much more necessary in a match with them. Yes. Because they can do their kind of like, you know, the kind of stuff the Sting does. Jeff, obviously, we've seen him do it. But the FTR are, are looming here, and I think they're going to be back sooner rather than later. Uh, Tope, firstly, how excited are you for the, another Battle Royal? I assume not much. Secondly, what's your guess on, on the winner here? Uh, I'll go Darby and Sting. And mm-hmm. I'm more excited for this week than the past week, just with like what the right. team's gonna be. Because, like you said, the two top options are both big pops for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the casino thing generally too. I think it's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. should be a good time. Dukes, what about you? I th- I was FTR fully. The FTR. The FTR, yes. Um, yeah. But there seems to be no mystery person like silhouette thing on the graphic. Hmm. So either they're just going to do it anyway, or uh, I Sting and Darby sounds like increasingly more uh, the winner to me. I think yeah, me too. Win at the, no. the pay-per-view. Really? <laughs> Blaze so of glory, like, brother. Yeah, I mean, they could do it. I mean, I guess then the idea would be like, you know, yeah, it's, Sting's, it's, it's his last run, right? Sting. Yeah. I think the guns are escaping the pay-per-view with the belts. I'm, I'm increasingly convinced that the way they're just telling it, I think it's the idea of like, oh, the, I think I'm supposed to leave Wednesday, regardless of who wins it, being like, oh, the guns are fucked. Yeah. And they escape and it's more, you know, I think they'll drop me in a two-on-two, regardless of who it is against. Um, I think they have to lose them to FTR. I still think they're going to. I, I just, yeah. my I question, it might do personally. Like, Tony might want to like pop a TV number for that. Oh God. That would be a tough day when it doesn't pop one at all. Um, well, you know. The main event always goes down, so it doesn't count. Yeah, fair. I just, where I'm at basically is this. I think FTR winning the tag belts from the gun club, but I don't think they're dropping the revolution. So it's either they're in this match 
and someone else gets pinned and they chase them two on two, or they win at pay-per-view and then FTR comes back after the pay-per-view. You know, like personally, my my perceived like kind of end game here, I'm still bullish on. I still think that's where they're going. I actually think Dax's antics make it more obvious to me personally. But I may also be like warped by professional wrestling. I don't know. Um because I know there are a lot of people whose response to that has been pretty fairly like, oh, it's they're leaving. I just, I don't think they I don't are. buy it at all. Um, but we shall see. So that'll be the. Uh, I guess that's the most interesting from like a hook perspective. I guess uh, not Taz's son. Yeah, not oh. him. No. Not the FTW World Champion. Uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see what they come up with. Pay per view hype, boys. Where are we at overall? Where are we like? Give me a, give me a vibe on this. Give me a, a read on the old vibrator for kind of hype going into revolution. I'd say between good and impeccable. Actually, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Impeccable. It's fucking pay per view, man. I'm fired up. My God, Tope, you on board? Wow, I was gonna do between good and pop, but closer to good, like a whoa, yeah. What about where you are actually, Tope? Pop and three quarters. Don't let Mark Davis bully you into a different position here, Tope. Good job. I like it. All right. I don't like this. Ring of Honor. Too bad. Again, we're going to try and avoid spoilers because I know everyone's going to watch the show differently. That's fine. I, I respect it. Um, I can't fucking wait, boys. I got the oh, shakes man. last night. You know what I mean? That was got so the cool, man. All the everyone so, popping. You guys wasn't online, like wrestling online. I wasn't even watching wrestling for the NXT days. Right. Tope, you the same? It honestly was fucking, it was weird. It actually was genuinely surreal because it reminded me so much because the same people were tweeting about this that were tweeting about that. It's because it's the same, you know, it's, it's, it's Florida still, but it's like, it was honestly, um, it was very strange experience in that. And obviously some of the things they did, again, without doing specifics, because I get it, like no one's going to want them, was very bing-bong-pilled, so to speak. So <laughs> um, very, very excited. <laughs> Dukes, where's your excitement level? Let's go back to that vibrate. Where you at on Ring of Honor TV, brother? Impeccable. Above impeccable. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Topo, you the same? Yeah. God bless. All right. Shout out Chris for the scoops. Yes. Jericho? Yeah. Oh, my God. He just fucking... he just threw your swords away, bro. Um, Hold up. Oh, I need to play a video. I say to take the people off the... Uh... Uh... Mark Davis never leaks his sources. Bro. All right. Back to business. Um... Ring of Honor television, fired up, ready to go, exciting times. Oh, yeah. None of us have sources. Um, there you go, folks. Fleet Week. Going to do a little talk about the grid along in a moment. But firstly, Young Dukes, you have any final words? Any plugs? I actually plugs? do this time. You do? Okay. We still don't have a graphic or a video or anything for it, but Seashell Wrestler of the Week, Billy Starks. Was this week the Emmy match? Yes. Really Holy good match. shit. Fucking ruled. Emmy yeah. Soccer gets honorable mention. That whole, honestly, actually, seashell moment of the week, the match. Because Emmy Soccer yeah. did her running, like, crossbody at the fucking ramp, like, onto the thing. Right. It was incredible. That stage thing was not ready. Did you hear dude. the noise it made? The stage yeah. was, like, just crumbled. It was incredible. Yeah. Taz fucking erupted. Yeah, it was That's tremendous. Awesome. Um, Billy is... She's got like a raw kind of edge to her, to her work. There's like a toughness to it. She hits yeah. hard. You can see Emmy kind of being like, "Oh, this is this is fun." Um, I'm very fired up for who uh, she's wrestling on Dark. I don't know if that's yeah. announced, but absolutely. Uh, this is Spawn here from Kiwi. Who says about the crowd. The crowd was yeah absolutely dead, and then they started going, and they got them. Absolutely got them. So really, really good match. Um, good call, Dukes. Tope, did you see that or not? Uh, not yet. It's on the to watch list. Fletcher. Tope, kids. Any any final thoughts? I don't. I don't appreciate this. Uh, this uh, chatter. You, bro, you're one half of your favorite tag team in the world. How about you? Grateful. Yeah, but Dukes is the other half. Owned. Oh. 
You know, it's like if someone's in the distraction days was like, hey, man, you're the cash wheeler. It's like, I can live with that. I'd like to be Dax, but I'm happy being cash. They're my favorite tag. That's team, not you know? true. You'd get mad. Well, true. You okay. Do I, um, I'm trying what to if someone said you were Nick Jackson? I'd rather not. Um, what if you were Nicky Cross? Oh. <laughs> now you see my dilemma. <laughs> if I was Nicky Cross, that'd be a different thing, you know, but it's not, nonetheless, it's fine. Tope, do you have any final thoughts anyway, mate? Uh, no, Aubrey should be investigated, but <laughs> my uh, my calls are still going out to authority figures, so I'll report back. How much money did you lose on that Sky Blue match, Chief? At least three figures. God damn, man. You gotta get you gotta get Bro, the odds that, were was just, crazy. that was just that was just on the result, you know. Better wrestler, she was like plus nine hundred. It was oh my <laughs> god. I could I could have made bank. All right, tremendous. Okay, folks. Now before we go, I do want to kind of update on what we, we got into a little bit earlier. Um Wednesday, one last ride. <laughs> and myself and Manny the Hooper take to the airwaves one final Wednesday for a dynamite grin along. Um the program We've had a great time with it. We've been doing it for around four or five months, whatever it's been. We've had a great time. But it's a very, very late night. And I don't know if I'm enhancing anyone's enjoyment of the program by when MJF's music hitting, going, oh, fuck. I don't think that's exciting <laughs> for anyone. Um, in a different part of my fandom. Very busy, unfortunately. So that's going to have to be a casualty. I'm sorry to anyone who looks forward to it. I, I genuinely am apologetic on that front. But um, Manny and I, We'll always be on the flagship together now because Manny's on the Thursday show moving forward. So you'll get his thoughts on Dynamite on this platform as well as Wrestle Purist. Um, because he always double books himself, that piece of shit. So that's you know, that's just the way it is. And I'm sure look, in all seriousness, there'll be some weeks where we do one because it's a fun lineup. I felt bad last week or this week because you know, that, that was a good TV show, but it wasn't necessarily good for Grinalong content mm-hmm. for a lot of it, right? It's kind of it's a hard balance to strike, but We'll figure out nonetheless. Always lots of content here at Late Night Korean, both on Twitch and the Patreon. Speaking of such, WCW Remade premiered last Friday. Matt and I had our yellow lit, lit, yellow legal pads. You want to see that? Go to latenightgrin.com. $1 gets you that in the flagship. Speaking of the flagship, every Thursday, boys. True. What's on Thursdays now? Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor Wrestling. We're back. Our new leading, because that show will absolutely go two hours every week. Um going to be a hell of a time. We're going to be kind of, you know, responding to that the way we used to with Rampage. So much going on in the land of grins. Honor is real. Um, I don't have them do anything tomorrow on here. I'm definitely on WrestlePurist Worldwide with Monty, Ibu, and Manny the Hooper, the aforementioned piece of shit. Um, Tuesday, Grin Grappler, Paul White, the big show, the giant. Set a fight for each foot, seven different matches on the lineup. Go check it out late night. Grin is our pinned tweet. Incredible, man. One last ride, Dynamite, Grinalong, Thursday, the flagship. Jason and Joe Shelby, either Tuesday or Thursday, I haven't looked at that in yet, but we will get it figured out. Um, what a time, boys. You know, I'm getting dangerously close to becoming one of those fuckers who just tweets the heart emoji alongside wrestling every day. I'm getting there, man. When we get this universal deal rolling, you know, we That's start shooting some angles, start running the razor in that fucking building. We're doing the, the Ring of Honor Control Center. Let me tell you something. You know, when they, when they bring in uh, Jesse the Body Venture to do color commentary on a... Well, well, you mean the mind? Let me tell you something. We need some things we need in this world, you know. Here's what it is. Jesse Ventura. Tony, where are you? Sit Jesse Ventura alongside Ian Riccoboni for a Samoa Joe match and let's see what happens, okay? I don't know. It may be bad. It's taped. Who gives a fuck, right? Let me enjoy myself. You just edit Caprice in if it goes bad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He just has to respond to everything Ian asked Jesse. Yeah. Talk about being the fucking governor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, folks, we hope you enjoyed this. Check out Fed Deb, which went before us here at Fleet Week. Um, the yeah. lads talking about Roman yeah. and Cody and all that good stuff. So, um, the, the the Sunday Night War rages on. Keep grinning. All how. Enjoy this outro, folks. Bye. Thank you.